This is episode 127 on The Herpreneur Show. Today we have transformational health and wellness expert, Joan McEwen. Welcome to The Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. I'll be sitting at Rottnest Island, hopefully sipping on a cocktail somewhere and enjoying the sun when you're listening to this. I'm heading over there with a few friends that are flying in from Sydney. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so great to cuddle and hug people again. Celebrating my birthday over in Rottnest Island, which if you haven't seen Rottnest Island, please Google it. It's absolutely stunning and it's in our own backyard of Australia. It is gorgeous and I cannot wait to get my feet in the sand and just connect with the earth and speaking about connecting with the earth and being good for the soul. Ah, my goodness. Joan McEwen, transformational health and wellness expert. Joan is the author of Show Up, which is a leadership book. You're probably thinking, how does a health and wellness expert also speak on leadership? Wait till you hear this lady's background. She is incredible. She's integrated all her background in being a nurse, naturopathy, Reiki master, and also being so deep, deep, deep into business and working with some of the biggest businesses out there and organizations around the world, mixing Eastern and Western philosophies. Her work is on a subliminal level. They get her in, she re-energizes, she rebalances, she revitalizes. Uh, She's incredible. The conversation goes from good to holy cow, she's amazing by the end of it. If you want to know more about Joan and her work, we've got some links available for you. Just scroll below, click the link, and that takes you through to everything that's been mentioned on the show today. Get ready to get realigned with your business, realigned with your power. Today's topic, the modern female leader. Enjoy. Ladies, welcome to the Herpreneur Show. My goodness, I have a woman who is the epitome of the messaging that I want to get out in the show. Joan McEwen has had an incredible past. She has been a nurse, a spiritual healer, uh, a naturopath. She goes into leadership, corporate companies, teaches performance. It's incredible to have you on the show, Joan. Welcome. Thank you very much. Joan, you are A very interesting woman. I just loved reading about your past. I loved reading about your journey uh, going from being a nurse through to naturopathy, which is absolutely love that. How the heck did you get steered into what you're doing? Like what really encapsulates what you do now? What do you think that North Star was all about? I think for all of us, it's a journey and you grow into who you are. And it's taken me a lifetime to grow into my real purpose work and what I'm here to do. Mm. And I think when I reflect back on my career, like, you know, as a young 17 year old, I found myself in nursing school. I never once thought for a minute that I would be there, but my parents were kind of 
over me being indecisive in life and threw me off to this army hospital and said, <laughs> go grow up, um, which I did rapidly. I kind of never really planned my career as such. It was, mm-hmm. okay, so I fell into that and loved that, but then there was more. And so mm-hmm. off I went and, and done a postgrad in mental health because just human beings fascinate me. And I understood the mechanics of the physical, but I wanted to really understand what was going on up there. And then maneuver in Western Australia, done a bit of nursing. We landed in the Kimberleys and that I fell in love with. And and that's where the, the idea came that I needed to be a naturopath. I needed to understand more because up in the Kimberleys, I learned a lot about the medicine men and and more about herbs and things. So it was kind of like the message came through was it's not gel and we've got a huge disconnect here. Mm. Um, There's more that you can do. So I was just getting the call and louder and louder to go Mm. holistic, holistic, um, because you know, with, with women in leadership, it's all about drive, determination, yes. competition. And and I thought we're missing that essence of going back to that self-care container mm-hmm. of going within, working yeah. out who you are, and then launching into the world with ease and flow. Because once you anchor yourself in and get who you are, then the rest is just Mm. so much more fluid. Yeah, it's really interesting that you say that because my uh, mentors were always men. Yeah. So I learned how to work like a man at a very young age. I was running health clubs and then I started consulting Then I started travelling around Australia, then it was internationally. And my coaches and my mentors were all men. So we talk about the production you were saying when you were in mining and you were really really trying to bring health and wellness into there. And everything I was taught was about, you know, work, 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 work. My background was health and fitness, which is crazy. I still was able to put it in. But I think what we have these days or until now because you know being focused on wellness is getting really out there it's getting louder and louder and louder though many of the women say in my age group in their 40s or 50s it's them that are needing to take that really strong u-turn to go okay what's really important here how I can change my narrative or how I've used to produce results to what I need to do now so I'm in flow and not in burnout. And that's where I'd really like to take part of the conversation today is you shared a story. I can't remember where it was, but I heard you share a story about one of your clients that you worked with and she was a mum. She was in a very high position. She was working from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. at night. She was saying to you that she put on so much weight, which is what happens with most women as we start to age, our hormones start to change. And then COVID hit and then she's at home with the kids working on a dining table and, you know, juggling even more. My question to you is what is so important when we strip things back and go, what's really important? What's the first steps that we need to do to bring ourselves back into alignment so we are the happiest 
happiest version of ourselves and not, you know, turning up to our family like a, a burnt piece of toast or, you know, a very diluted version. Where would you say it's really important for our women to really start working on? I think the first step is to make that decision that where you're at isn't working for you anymore because we outgrow <laughs> things all the time. Mm. But when we get caught up in that busyness yeah. and the expectations that we think others have on us, it becomes hard to stop. And generally, I, I prefer people not to get to burnout before they find that. But yeah. ultimately, it's often in some stage of that burnout process that mm. they, they get the wake up call and go, yeah. my life's not working. Yeah, <laughs> things have to change. <laughs> So it's yeah. it's about recognizing that, and that's I think that's a hardest step. And then it's going, how how can I help myself? What do I need to do? Do I need a coach? Do I need a mentor? Mm. Do I need an accountability buddy at the gym? Um, do I need to spend some time with a chef <clears throat> and learn how to cook? Or yeah, do I just need to take time out and just be? And you talked about that that client. Um, that I, I worked with and and she actually found me through my website, didn't know me, but listened to some of my podcasts and said, I so resonate with you. Um, and partly, you know, because she was an immigrant or she is an immigrant as well. And so when you have those commonalities, you tend to be attracted. Mm. And and she says, I don't know how you can help me, but I know what I'm doing isn't working. And and so I think when you find that person that you resonate with, then yeah. you just start to unpack because you've got the trust there already. Mm. And I know I enter into um, agreements with my clients to say, I'm here to support you and guide you and, and be that accountability buddy and all of that. But you need to make the commitment that you're going to do the work, that you're yeah. going to show up, that you're going to really push yourself and if you fall off the, the wagon, you're going to put your hand up and go, oops, I need to reset here mm -hmm. because everyone's journey is different. We do yeah. it at different speeds and none of us are the same. And it's I think that the more that we stop comparing ourselves with others, yeah. going within and going, who am I? Mm -hmm. What do I want? Where am I going? And once you get that clear, it's like you shed all this weight because you're not being someone else. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. working in male-dominated industries, you're so heavy into your masculine energy that that feminine side, which we all need to balance, yeah. is, is so pushed into a corner mm -hmm. that, that we... And, and the masculine energy is all about doing and, and being action-driven, not yeah. to say in the feminine that we're not, but that's very dominant yeah. and powerful. And when we bring in the feminine and start the self-care, which I believe is the foundation to our success, because the more that we care and nurture and heal ourselves, mm. the more we can give to others yeah. and the more we can achieve. And, and I feel that, you know, when we get to this point in our life, I believe part of our obligation is to younger women coming through to give a, give them the tips and the shortcuts that we didn't yeah. have. Mm. Um, and because they've got so many more opportunities than we had in different ways. Yeah. And it's say like, here, take a, a crash course here and cancel out. Don't waste time doing all the 
the stuff that's not going to help you. But if you start here, plant that seed and grow and blossom, mm. then you will exponentially explode into your genius, into your, yeah. your wonder. What are some things that women can do to get into their feminine? Because one thing you've just said, which is so true, which is uh, in business, we're in a masculine a lot, which is we're always, you know, trying to bring in revenue, which creates a lot of action. So we're doing marketing, we're leading our teams, we're always doing continual delegating, everything's always on a time schedule. It's go, 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 go. And a lot, a lot of women, when they get home, they be, they're still in the masculine when they come home and then obviously, well, we haven't even, don't even have to come home now at the moment, do we, with COVID? It's like we're all home. And what are some tips that we can do to help bring us into our feminine so we can really have this beautiful feeling of flow? So I'll share my, my um, daily routine that yeah, I start to my day with. And I, and I find that, is is key to my success and my happiness. So when I wake up in the morning, I get up, have a glass of water, I go straight into my meditation, do my breathing, do my intention setting for the day, and then whatever's come out of my meditation, I journal so that in that space of time, and you know, I I like to allow, you know, 30, 40 minutes um, to do that. And then I'll as, as I've done that, I'll then go and have a walk or get out in some fresh air and, and just grind all that knowledge, wisdom, information that's come through from, from my morning routine and grind it because most of us spend our days not grounded and mm -hmm. it's hard to stay in your feminine energy if you're not grounded because mm -hmm. you're out there, your energy is scattered and you're, you're just so fragmented and you're taking on everyone else's energies and thoughts and thinking. Yeah. Um, so I do that and then I come back and have a cup of tea because I'm Scottish, I love my tea um, and, and breakfast. So probably that first hour of my day is all about me going within, unpacking the, the, the rubbish, the surplus that's been hanging around cleansing my my body energetically, flushing it out, getting the 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 toxins moving by a bit of a walk. Mm. And then whew, I'm Zen for the day. And yeah. you've got that balance and you've got a clear focus on what your intentions are for the day. And of course other things come in and, and disrupt that. But when you've got a focus and a framework and a plan, mm. then You've gotten rid of that clutter, so you've got space there that mm. these um, other distractions can plug into. But quite often what I find is the more I'm grounded and clear about what, what I'm doing, the more these things might come into my awareness and I'll, I'll go, is this, do I need to do this today or is this important or is this just noise because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an old pattern? Yeah. So much to say about this. Um, when I was 21, and when I say this, ladies, about having male mentors and male teachers, it's not to criticise because I, I learned so much and got incredible results. And at age 21, I did fall into a really high management job at a very young age. But that mentor, he really told me 
or taught me how at night to write three things great about your day, um, you know, just just to write. And I started that very at a very young age. I'm 46, nearly 47, and I still do it, but now I top and tail it. So you, we might have women at the start of the day going, <laughs> how do I fit this in because I've got young kids and they're on the bed? And <laughs> so sometimes I think, you know, the power of just that writing for me, and I think, and I'm sure you would agree that we've just got to find what it is it's, that's going to work for us to have that morning routine, but then it's, the, and then it's habitual. It's, it's a habit we must form. It's not something that comes natural. Like I don't go all excited like, oh, I can't wait to write in my diary at night when <laughs> Friday night and I've had a few drinks. <laughs> Yeah, you know, good. I'll sit there and I'll just write whatever is great about my day. Um, yeah, there's an incredible book called um, Miracle Mornings as well. So that sort of helped me align with doing some different things in the morning. But what you said was about the getting outside and going for a walk. And I'm sure that you've probably learned stuff from your naturopathy journey about the importance of mitochondria. And, and the energy behind it. And one thing I always say to women is how can you at least move your body for 20 minutes a day? Um, and you talked about grounding. And have you heard, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard just by sitting on the ground and connecting with the earth for 20 minutes, just it's like a battery charge for your mitochondria. Have you heard something like that? Or can you go into it more? Yeah, so I think it's it's about, you know, getting that connection with the earth, uh, whether it's, you know, on the beach, in the forest, mm -hmm. um, on the grass, you know, wherever. But because we're also time poor and, and that can sometimes take a, a lot of time, mm -hmm. what I get my clients to do is if they've only got 10 minutes, you know, if they're busy, yeah. then it's about just taking yourself in your mind and visualising that. Because oh, wow. All the neuroscience, you know, tells us that when we connect with nature, when we hug the trees, when we go to the beach, that it energizes us because we're all energy. And, mm. you know, that nature is recharging us. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, energy we're talking about at cell level. So, mm. you know, the, the enzyme exchange, the chemical messengers, the electrical charges all get a, like a real zap from it. And that's why Love it doesn't take a long time because it's instant because it's mm. all there. Yeah. But when you start to visualize and, you know, if you said, you know, sitting on the ground for 20 minutes, if you just imagine your, your feet, like the tree roots going down into the earth, right down into the heart of guy, into yeah. heart of mother earth, boom. And you can do that quickly in your mind. Then instantly you've connected with that. And you're saying you could even do this while you're, sitting in bed or you're at night you're saying that the power of our mind just helps us really get there as Absolutely. well than not even having to be there even if you're in the shower mm. I quite often do wow. this when my kids were younger and the water would be coming down the shower or through my head and I would just close my eyes and visualize all that stale stagnant energy yeah. washing off of me down yeah. through the drain and I'd track it through the plumbing out into the ocean and then I'd go oh that's me done <laughs> I love that I feel that when I dive into the ocean I'm in western Australia so when I'm in that water I just absolutely love it it does feel like it's just a, a, a cleanse now 
I'd love to share about your recipe of what you feel is a recipe for happiness and for success. I'd love for you to go through the different things that you think make up that. I know nutrition's a really big part. It's one of the big part that I'm really passionate about as well. Could you take us through what you feel is a recipe for success and for so happiness? So and that is happiness, right? I'm just going to clarify that because people think success is how much money you earn or how much you're doing. It's, for me, I think we all have our own different descriptions of what it is. I, yeah, I think, and I think it's, it's a stage that you go through because we've been conditioned to think to be successful, we need a lot of money, we need all yeah. the shiny objects and all of that. That's why I wanted to just clarify that just then. Yeah, thank you. So as I've gotten older, I've become very minimalistic yeah. and I have nice things, but I have very few things because I just am surrounded with what brings me joy, what makes my heart sing mm -hmm. and, and what makes me feel good. So, um, yeah, you can have all the money in the world, but you're not going to be happy. Yeah. Life might be a bit easier in some regard, but generally not. Um, so the model that I use is awareness. So it's awareness about who you are, what your identity is, what your values are, are you living your values and beliefs? Mm -hmm. And in, in a, with all that, we look at diet, exercise, you know, eating clean food, having nice positive thoughts, because mm -hmm. we can easily get caught up in that negative Nelly yeah. mindset, and that just sets us off on a whole different tangent. Mm -hmm. So it, it's about all those basic needs that if we eat clean food and if we cut out the preservatives and if we drink water. So for years now, I've been drinking alkaline water and people still say to me, why don't you just drink the tap water? And I go, it's a no brainer, but it's yeah. three chemicals that yeah. are toxins. In my oh, body. but isn't fluoride good for you is what they say. Yeah. One day, maybe. But it's all that misinformation that has been fed to us through the media and and um, news channels and all of that. So so that's the first component where you really need to um, understand you. Yeah. And then the next um, component is around um, being um, aligned to all of that. And so that's where you you really start to do your your practice and and sort of upgrade yourself and start to have that discipline whether it be mm -hmm. meditation whether it be um breath work yoga yeah. whatever but start to activate that intuition and mm -hmm. it's hard to do that if you haven't got the basic fundamentals of nurturing your body and your yeah. soul and all of that and then with that you you become quite expansive and you start to almost ignite because the confidence comes and the clarity comes and and the self-discipline because we know if we don't do the work, we're not going to get the results. But the more that we go within and understand what makes us tick, mm -hmm. then we start to see clearer what our purpose is and what brings us joy. And I know I spent many years in the corporate world and I was not happy. I was successful yeah. and I achieved and I met all my goals and targets, but I was so sad and unhappy and unfulfilled. Yeah. But going into my purpose work in my practice, every day is a holiday because 
it's it's so much fun to share and help support others yeah. to find those missing links that mm. it's almost like a deconditioning but the more simple you keep it the much more effective you become yeah you have to be clear with your own identity first mm. I think and I think you said one thing which was really important and I, I, I cannot stress how important it was and still is the past two years which is the information that we take in how does it make us feel the awareness of what the narrative is because you talked about water with you know we're being taught it by the media we're being taught it by it whatever they need to sell or push at that time it's really important right now and I'd say the last two years for me have been actually my best years to step into my power because we completely made a rule we don't watch the news. We don't listen to the mainstream media. And the last two years, my internal compass of pointing where I want to go and how to fill myself up with joy has been so expansive. And I know that for Instagram um, end of year, everyone was posting their their wishes for, for you know, 2022. And it was all doom and gloom. And I just wrote down my three rules that I played that year and had an incredible year, even though we experienced, and look, Western Australia didn't experience much lockdown. <laughs> though there was lockdown, there was changes of businesses. You know, my husband and I travelled for, you know, to do what we do. But there was all this goodness that came out of it. And I love what you said is learning to change the narrative in here, being control of what's getting fed to us and being able to feel, how does that feel? What's that vibration feel like? You saying that you love just having that minimalistic lifestyle in your home, I imagine the things that you choose, they're probably beautiful. I, I have quite a minimalistic feel as well where I don't want to have lots of junk, but I've learnt that because I've moved so many times. <laughs> And now I've realised it's, it's okay to let go of stuff. Um, can we talk about the narrative and the importance of that and how to really fill ourselves up and how to switch off? I'd just love to hear your beliefs around it. So that I, I'll simplify it for the purpose of our, our chat today, but it's t I believe it's tied up with ego because mm. we, and whether we're, it's conscious yeah. or not, it's about, you know, I'm, I've reached this age, I've reached this position, so I need this car, I need this house, I need that uh -huh. boat, and all that. And, yeah. and so when I started mm -hmm. um, downsizing and minimalizing, I said, so what is it that I really value that makes me feel good, that makes, that almost is a reward to me for my passage through womanhood and motherhood and career womanhood and all of that. And it was like, I like a nice car because I love to drive and I love to have a reliable car that's comfortable. So that stayed. But so then, she went out, ladies, and brought a Bentley. No? <laughs> <laughs> Modest, but, um, you know, because when I, I sit in it and drive, it tells me that this is the reward for mm. all the blood, sweat, and tears. That's um, so good. So it's it's not that 
or look at me, look at me because it's an acknowledgement of your your journey. Yeah. Yeah. I come from a culture where, you know, we don't go, look at me, look at me. We're not the Catholic yeah. And and then just gradually went through the house and and cleared out room by room. What do I need? The kids have gone, they can take all their stuff. Um I I have a spare room for when people want to come visit, but it's very it's it's nice, it's clean, it's functional, but it's it's quite Spartan. I've mm. got an office space that it's got my desk, my whiteboard, my lights, and that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. And and then I've got like my crystals because I, I love energy and I love to keep the air clean. So my crystals do that. And my singing bowls raise the vibration. If you know I have people in who might have interrupted the energy flow. Yeah. So that my my home is like my sanctuary. So when I come in, I'm instantly grounded and at mm. peace. And when people come in, they instantly go into that melancholy, that, oh, I feel so relaxed. And, yeah, so beautiful. And, and because you, when you start to acknowledge what ego is saying mm-hmm. and move that to the side and go, what is my heart saying to me? Yeah. Then you start that separation, and it, I think it becomes clearer mm. because the, the energy is different and the focus is different, and you can start discerning. Yeah. And and that's the start of empowerment because mm. you're we all have ego, but when we can learn to keep it in check and yeah. keep it where it needs to be without disrupting and going into competition and mm. competing with others and comparing and being judgmental. Yeah. And, and I think that's key for what I was saying before when I said I had many male mentors that really directed me from I was in health and fitness into more of the business world of things, and that's how I got into the, the speaking side of it. But it was about being number one, being the best. It was it was so, so, and even today, I haven't even changed my website since 2012. So if you go and look at my website, because now it just doesn't, doesn't even matter to me, but it's just so ego-driven because it was, you know, Australia's leading female sales, like everything was bah, bah, bah. Um, and now it's just there is such a difference in being able to strip that back because I did have that burnout when in 2014, when I had my son, which where I should have been in my most beautiful feminine self, here I am trying to now grow the next launch and, you know, launch a brand new mastermind. And the burnout happened in that year. Mm-hmm. And that's when I just had to strip everything back. And hence why I bring health and wellness back into entrepreneurship now with that message. You have a four day program as a gift for the listeners can you share a bit about that and then we'll talk about you know where we can send them i'll have the links as well guys uh, when you're listening that you can scroll down and click that link but joan can you tell us more about that sure. four-day gift so i um i do a lot of channeling i talk to my spirit guides and and um you know i i'm guided by them and we know the last couple of years has been difficult for many and i really believe in the the more that you give, the more you get back. Mm. And I came across a lot of people who couldn't afford my programs. And we know that's a mindset, but because priorities have changed for many people. Mm. And I thought, so I had this download and I created this four-day masterclass, which just takes you on a basic journey of 
understanding you, working out you and becoming aware and getting aligned and developing daily routines and practices mm. and, and really getting clear. And each day I do a guided meditation and a clearing and an energy defunk. And then at the end, do a full um, energetic aura clearing of the collective oh, energy. Wow. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and it's like, and I, I feel like she's cleansing us now while, while, while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I done, I, I um, rolled that out between Christmas and New Year because usually mm. I take a big break over there, but I knew I was having some downtime in January. So I thought, I'm just going to do it there. And it was extraordinary the amount of people who signed up for it that had the time and the space and yeah. getting ready for 2022 and and got such great feedback about how, you know, what resonated with people and how just one little step has launched them into a completely different chapter of their life. And so when we were um, talking about um, this show, I thought, let me just share it because... Yeah. It's that ripple effect, isn't it? The more mm -hmm. that we we heal ourselves, yeah. the more we can serve um, others. So Love that. I also find that when we do have less noise, when we do have more connection to our heart, that's when our ideas come. Our ideas don't come for entrepreneurship when we're stressed and busy. Part of the training that I do or the coaching that I do is I, I say to him just for 20 minutes a day, just move your body and see if you can just even go for a walk. It doesn't have to be high intensity, but just to get away from the desk because that's when we normally get these beautiful ideas. And I can just imagine that four days and, you know, releasing that out into the world, December, January would have been just such a beautiful reset for people. Just, you know, just time just to take a moment. Um, ladies, we'll have the link there. But Joan, do you know the link off the top of your head? Yeah, so it's um, joanmcewen.com is my website. And then if you go into the services tab, um, down the bottom is the four-day free class. Perfect. And Love you can it. just register there. When's the best time, do you think, to do this? Is it best to do it at, in the evening, in the night, or just whenever you've got a chance to do it? Like when do you think, is, is there a special time? Because you're talking so, about the cleansing. So. <laughs> so for me, it's first thing in the morning. That's my my high energy time. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a young family and, you know, you're up with babies and things, then maybe in the evening. The, mm -hmm. the one thing I would say is if, if you are doing it at the end of the day, make sure you're sitting up when you're listening because if you lie uh, down, it's yeah. easy to fall asleep or go unconscious and you still get the information, but it's probably not as impactful and you might want to listen yes. to it again. But yeah. I say... Whatever you can do, do it and yeah. worry about, you know, we need to get rid of perfectionism and yeah. we've got to do it and know that whatever we, we get and we receive is perfect for that moment yeah. in time. Perfect for that moment, absolutely. Because I, I personally love starting the day just to plug in to my vibrational level because, as, as you said, you, you're getting all different vibrations every day. You're meeting different people. And if you can start with where you need to start, <laughs> but then hopefully finish. But I love that you're taking that pressure off because 
when you do have young kids, there is a different start in the morning and maybe it's just not feasible. So something's probably better than nothing, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Joan, um, I would love to finish the interview with two questions. They're the same question, but they're different uh, people that we're really sending this message out to. One is to the female in the startup phase. And I'd love you just to connect with that energy when you're in that startup phase. You know, you're building, you're, you're, you're charging forward and you're trying to put these pieces together to get whatever the product or service is out in the world. And then a, a message for the woman in the, the growth phase. She's solid, she's seasoned, she knows where she is, where she's going, but perhaps she's ready for expansion. What would be two different um, pieces of information that you feel would be great right now? For the startup, I would say be clear on what you want and what your message is. Mm-hmm. You may need to refine it, but um, I think we're we're kind of in this this phase at the minute where all the old marketing and sales is changing because you know our our female preneurs that are coming through are yeah. much more sensitive, much more spiritual, much more <laughs> intuitive. Mm-hmm. And these old ways aren't aren't relevant anymore. So I'd say to the, the new startups is trust yourself, be mm-hmm. clear about who you are and guide your marketing people and be clear that they know what you want mm-hmm. so that you don't come out with a message that isn't you. Yeah, and- yeah. Sorry, I see, <laughs> yeah, I, I just see that so often. Mm. And it happens to many people, especially if you're really passionate about what you're doing and intuitive, then it's easy for that stronger male energy of this is the way it's always been done. And, and we know yeah. we get sales with this, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But I think when you start to work more with energies, energetically we attract people to us that resonate with what we're doing and and what we're sharing with the world and and I don't think the marketing gurus have quite caught up with that yet so so new startups really stand your ground and the more Mm -hmm. that you ground and do those daily practices and really go inward and and um you know get that foundation Mm -hmm. that's your strength and I think what we've just said about your four-day program, what a beautiful place to start. Yeah, yeah. To go, let me just strip it all back for a moment. Let's just see how aligned is my business at the moment that I'm building is really aligned with who I am at the core. So I think that just is a beautiful way just to marry those two up. Female in the growth stage she's seasoned she she knows what she wants she knows what she's good at but maybe she's ready for expansion or expansion or growth or scaling so i i would say this is an amazing opportunity to pull it all in peel it all away and go deeper and more Mm. focused to really hone in on your genius Mm. and instead of you know looking at millions of people you know what's the core 500 people that can make the impact in your world because that comes with as you you focus and you drill down that's where your essence is really coming out and being you know you're personifying it but it means that you you get the gold nuggets coming through so you're working more and more closely with people who 
resonate with you, who are passionate about the same things, mm -hmm. who have the same mm -hmm. message to the world, who want, you know, that their mm -hmm. social conscience. Yeah. And so it means that you have less people, but you're charging more. But with that, you're also, as you charge more, you can give more mm -hmm. free to say these free four-day master classes yes. yes. so that you're helping to support the startups or the mm -hmm. you know the the people less fortunate so they're still getting a taste and sometimes that's enough to reset them but the I think yeah. the way that we look at seasoned entrepreneurs is you know they've got to just keep going bigger and bigger I believe mm -hmm. it's it's coming in and just more, more that, that's interesting yeah really interesting because if you think with what you're saying is when we pull it in and even if we narrow down then a market because we really can niche down because we've had this massive journey of where we've gotten to and it's always build, 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 build. Now it's time we actually can have more fun. <laughs> we've got the flexibility and we've learned who we are to get to this point. Though when you were saying that, I imagine you're sort of scooping the cream off the top, yeah. right? Yeah. So where you are, you're able to just really collect now just that pure goodness. But anything, it's, and I think a lot of women, it's not leaving people astray. It's, you know, how can you give back to a community in a different way? doesn't mean you have to serve everyone the same way. So you might have your more your premium options, your private consulting or whatever it might be. But yeah. then, like you're saying, you're doing your programming or something that can still help in a community feel and still lift that 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 growth and vibration for the others that you can get your message out to. So I really love that. Absolutely, because yeah. we're we're all here for different reasons and seasons, and and not all of us need to go deep. Mm -hmm. um, and if we can, you know, just mm -hmm. cream off the top five percent and expand in that way, then yeah. you know, we've got all those little. Um, streams coming through and mm. and it's it's not about greed and wealth you know no. we're, we're going into minimalization we're going into sharing and yeah, social myself. conscience and mm. and um you know being of service instead of just take 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 yeah. and um and as we we shift that energy our world's changing and you know we've got kids and grandkids and and all that to bring through with with this mindset so mm. that they they see things different and deliver things differently. Beautiful. You know that I'm very big on movement. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know what's something that you do on a very regular basis that you know when you do that physical activity, whatever it is, that makes you the happiest version of yourself. You know it's the one thing that if you go, this is how I need to move my body, what would it be? I bike ride. I've oh. got a I've got a cruiser that's rose gold and I've got my little basket. And because I live um, beside a lake that goes through rainforest and I'll go off and do my 10, 12K bike ride around the lake, cruising around, not a care in the world. You know, I just finally got a bike again at, at Christmas time. I had one uh, probably 20 years ago and yeah. got stolen. <laughs> Didn't notice it got stolen because I wasn't riding it. <laughs> So we finally got these bikes for Christmas and um, we ride it for nearly every day and we're just one street away from the beach. And that feeling, I understand what it is, Joan, because that feeling, I just yell out to my family, I'm living the dream. 
dream. I'm living the dream. Like this is this is it. This feeling the wind and just the freedom of movement. Oh my gosh! So we haven't had that. one person say bike riding. So. <laughs> I love that. Love it. And then what I love even more is when, so I've got two grandkids, mm-hmm. and when they come to stay with me, I make my boy bring their bikes, and we all go around the lake, and and they and they call me Mac, and they go, Mac, we don't have any mates that that's Granny's bike ride with them. <laughs> and do you take like a packed lunch in your your basket? You said you've got Picnic. your basket. Yeah, we take yeah. picnics and love it. Yeah. yeah. I, the the bike I got was a mountain bike and the bike shop, it was like I was swearing blasphemy when I said I want like a, a, a basket on the front of my bike. <laughs> they said, you don't do that to a mountain bike. And I said, well, that's your rules. For me, I like to ride up the shop and put some milk in or whatever I'm getting. I don't normally get milk, but <laughs> whatever it is at the shop. Yeah. And I want to put it in the basket. Put a basket on, please. It's like, oh, that's another like a stand too. You don't put a stand on a bike. And I was like, but these are your rules. I, I know how I like to live. I don't want to lean my bike against a pole. I'd like to have it on a stand. So, um, yeah, the basket, go the baskets all the way. <laughs> and it's about just going back to that simplistic life. Yeah. You know, where you get joy and you have fun and mm-hmm. it doesn't cost much and it yeah. makes you feel so good. So good. Well, Joan, thank you for all the work that you're doing. And um, I just really loved digging into your story to research uh, about you and just loved your journey from being a nurse to, you know, spiritual healer to naturopath to get into corporates, into mining. Like what an incredible story. And it's just shaped, you know, who you are today that you can bring so much to the table for proper transformation so thank you for your genius and just doing what you do it's been a pleasure and fun and you know if one person gets a little nugget out of our chat then wow i can't wait to see the changes that happen because there'll be a lot of nuggets (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's all about sharing isn't it the more we share the more we're going to grow and and come back to where we we need to be to be Mm. happy awesome thank you so much joan Big kisses. Great to meet you. You too. um, Keep changing the world. (laughs) What you do. Take care. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought, or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you are the happiest person that you know. I'm out.